Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I would like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Us podcast. This week will be the first installment in a new series entitled, In God We Trust. In this series, we will study how people from the Bible trusted in God for their deliverance and their breakthrough. It is my hope that as we study these biblical figures, that they will serve as a role model to us on how to completely put our trust in God. So let's get started and begin part one of this series entitled, In God We Trust. The title of this episode is called, Innocent Before God. We'll be reading today from Daniel chapter 6, verse 22. But first, let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for you are worthy to be praised. Thank you for the abundance that you supply to us daily in ways that we do not understand. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your grace and mercy. We love you and desire to learn more about you. Holy Spirit, develop in us a deeper understanding of what it means to truly Trust God in everything. Lord, I humble myself now in your presence. Give me the words uh, that will edify your people and speak life to them and bring them closer to you. Not my words, Lord, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read Daniel chapter 6, verse 22. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths that they have not hurt me for as much as before his innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. At the beginning of chapter 6, we learn that King Darius is structuring his kingdom by appointing levels of leadership. First, he appoints 24 princes on the first level. Then he appoints three presidents over the princes on the next level. Daniel is one of the presidents. Over time, however, because of Daniel's excellent spirit, the king contemplates making Daniel the head over his entire realm. The other presidents and princes then sought to find ways to destroy discredit Daniel. Uh, When they could not find any faults in Daniel, then they realized that the only way to find fault against him was in his devotion to the laws of his God. So they brought this decree for the king to sign stating that no one was to make any petitions to any other gods or man except for the king for the next 30 days. They wanted the king to place his authority higher than any other gods and any other man. When Daniel learned of the decree, however, the Bible states that he went to his room, opened the window, and prayed three times a day. So the first lesson that we can learn from Daniel about trusting God is to not stop doing the fundamental like prayer when accusations come. In fact, you should go deeper, spend more time reading the word and continue to serve. Also, understand that promotion often brings with it persecution. 
Use then the persecution to grow in your relationship with God. Daniel then is placed in the lion's den, which grieves the king because he realized that he has allowed himself to be hoodwinked by Daniel's accusers. The Bible states that he was sore displeased with his decision and sought to deliver Daniel. When he could not, he relented and placed Daniel in the lion's den, but told Daniel that the God who Daniel had served continually will deliver him. That night, the king did not want to hear any music. He fasted from food and he could not rest. So the second lesson that we can learn is that persecution can witness to stronger allies. They may not fully understand God, but they will respect your devotion and may even adopt your ways when they are faced with difficult circumstances. The next morning, after a restless, sleepless night, the king gets up and goes to see if Daniel is still alive. He yells into the den and is relieved when he hears Daniel's response, which is our scripture this week. Daniel states that my God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths, that they have not hurt me for as much as before him, innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. So Daniel was sentenced to death as a result of his accusers, but God pronounced him not guilty and sent his angel to enforce his verdict by shutting the lion's mouth. So the third lesson that we can learn about the importance of trusting God is that when persecution comes, we can, like Daniel, commit ourselves to God's care because he is our righteous judge. You may then ask, well, what if I am guilty? What if what they're saying is true? What if you did sin, which means to miss the mark? Thank God that he sent Jesus who died for your sins and my sins. Jesus lived a sinless life here on earth. So if you put your faith in him, then as Ephesians chapter two, verse eight states, for by grace, you you're saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. You are just about justified by your faith in Jesus. And there is no guilt or condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The spilt Sinless blood of Jesus declares you not guilty. You just need to call on the name of Jesus and you will be saved. Today, um, I want to pray um, for those who want to trade sin consciousness, where you're always replaying your past sins, to being God conscious, where you ask for forgiveness from God. And accept the free gift of grace that is offered by Jesus Christ. If that is you, repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, I need you in my life as my personal Savior. I put my trust in your sacrifice at the cross. That if I call on your name, 
I will be saved. I confess my sins and I receive your forgiveness and grace today. Because of your sacrifice, I am now free and have been pronounced not guilty. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed this prayer, welcome to the family of God. Make sure that you follow up this prayer by joining a local church where you can fellowship with other believers and grow in your knowledge of God. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Emmaus or Bus. Join me next week as we continue this series entitled, In God We Trust. Have a blessed week.